Hey friends, coming at you here, new episode, title is Automate Everything. This has been something on my mind. With the release of the new version of Alpine, I have been doubling down, like we talked about in the last couple episodes, I've been doubling down on um, productivity, maybe. So I'm releasing all this stuff, and I'm just, I've just learned over time the things that I keep up on and the things I don't. And I want to become a better worker, a better maintainer, a better builder. That's my kind of continual striving thing that goes, that all ties into my me not hiring people episode that like just becoming better myself, um, just more efficient. So anyway, the latest thing that's been on my mind is automation. So with Alpine, um, I've, I've automated a few things in Livewire actually that have given me huge productivity gains and I want the same in Alpine and I decided to go even further and address everything I can possibly address so that I do not lag on tagging releases. So if I merge in pull requests of, you know, work that people have done, sometimes I lag on releases. And I know that's not a super great thing when you submit, you put a lot of work into a pull request, it gets merged and then it's in master and it's not actually tagged. I remember that feeling with, with Laravel was I'd get something in Laravel and be like, oh yeah, it's in master, but nobody can use it yet. It's not tagged. And Laravel has an actual release schedule. They predictably, you know, release things. So, but I don't. Um, And I'm not actually going to add a release schedule right now. But what I'm talking about is automating the process, all the processes that I sort of lag on. So let's talk about releasing. And what I mean by releasing is um, when I tag a new version of a project. So in this case, we're going to talk about Alpine. So if I, you know, a few bug fixes come in and... I want to tag a new patch version so that people get those bug fixes in their apps. The process is a little bit annoying. Um, I have to write up. So one, I have to publish the new version on NPM. I have to do all the testing first, you know, make sure all the assets, do a bunch of sanity checks, make sure the assets are built. Um, And then I have to make sure that anything in the docs that references the hard-coded version gets updated, which we've added automation for already, but whatever. So like in the readme before it said, you know, here's Alpine's CDN version. Like it has a CDN link with the hard-coded latest version. And that that was updated before in CI or in some build script or something. I don't know. So stuff like that. So you got to make sure that stuff updated. You have to make sure your package.json versions match so that you update those in the version field of your package.json. And then you have to publish it on NPM and then tag a release on GitHub and name the release and then write a change log of all with linking to all the PRs that went into it and commits that went into it and little descriptions and categorizing them into fixes and additions and whatnot. <laughs> so it's a lot of work to do even just a simple little patch release. So in Livewire, I made this process a thousand times easier on myself. I have a little GitHub bot that listens for the webhook for a new release being tagged, well, a draft release. It notices a new draft release and it automatically pulls down all the pull requests since the last release and pre-populates the change log notes with all the titles of those pull requests with links to those pull requests. And it's been a huge help. And now I'm like super not fury about tagging new Livewire releases because that initial hard work is kind of done for me. I don't have to open a hundred tabs and copy and paste all these links and write out all these descriptions. So anyway, I wanted to take it even a step further. And something I know about myself is that if a this is like so, so true for me, if any task requires clicking of a mouse, I, it's so, it's just like, it's something I avoid. And this is paying 
credit cards takes me like two seconds. I have one password. It's all very easy. I type chase.com. I literally, you know, I autofill the stuff. I log in and then I click pay and then select whatever. But I still avoid that like the plague because I have to click around. Same thing with um, my emails and basically any task that requires clicking is something that I avoid. And so on GitHub, uh, tagging a new release requires clicking and whatever. So I made a new automation for Alpine because I'm being ruthless about automating everything I can. And I'm just like, just, just put the work in. Automating things is fun. You know, it's fun. So just force yourself to start the process of automating something and you'll get sucked in because it's just really enjoyable um, to build something that does something like that, whatever. So I thought I'd walk you through it because I'm pretty pumped about it. So here's exactly what I do now when I want to tag a new release. So right now the current release is 3.0.6. If I want to tag a new patch release 3.0.7, then here's the process that I will undergo. So I type npm run release and then I pass in the version I want. So 3.0.7 would be this next one. And by the way, these are node scripts. This is just literally a node.js file, which is just a JavaScript file. And you can run those scripts from, you know, NPM as a script with your package.json scripts. So that's something that I, a pattern that I've really found to enjoy is like all those NPM run this or that build test, all that stuff, putting those in dedicated node scripts, and then, you know, just using the full power of node.js to do anything you need to do, which is really nice. Instead of like handling, like I've done this before where I have uh, shell binaries, you know, like bash binary files that you can run to set up a new uh, repository on like locally or something but I, who knows how to write bash like come on like does anybody know could you write it a bash if statement or for loop off the top of your head no nah, i don't know could you do that a javascript for loop absolutely so i've been writing all these types of you know scripts that could be written in anything in node okay so you type npm release and then the release version so the first thing it does is it what does it do? It changes all the package.json's. And because Alpine's now a monorepo, there's like six package.json's. So it crawls through them and it literally updates that part of, because it's JSON. Oh, actually I pulled in a package, a node package called .json that I can read and write from package.json files really easily and not have to parse or do anything like that. So I update all the package.json's to the new version. Then I update any parts of the documentation because the docs are in the same monorepo. I go to the file I need to, I search for the old version and I replace it with the new version and it just, you know, and save the file and it'll show up in the diff, the git diff. Then I build all the assets um, just as a sanity check to make sure that all of the, you know, CDNs and everything are built properly. Um, and that's a different, that's a whole different um, NPN script called NPM run build. But that's kind of fun because it's a JavaScript script from this JavaScript script, <laughs> sorry, I can just require that file and it'll run, you know, it'll do all the building. I don't have to like spawn a new child process and call NPM run, whatever. I'm getting pretty nodey here. This is a lot of like node stuff talk. Okay, so then I build the assets. Then I do this prompt on the terminal that's like, hey, do you want to check and make sure that all the changes that I just made are good? And then by the way, I don't want to automatically, this, it doesn't say this, but this is what it's, you know, means. I don't want to automatically, you know, um, commit and push all this code because that seems a little dangerous. So why don't you just go ahead and check and push any code that I just changed um, before I actually tag this release. So then I, I type okay or yes, like it's been pushed and it's good. 
And so then it pulls down with Git, GitHub's um, API, it pulls down all the pull requests since the last tagged version, and it puts all of it, it basically formats a template of the changelog, and it creates a new temporary file and then opens that file in VS Code right in the editor that I'm in, that I'm running all this from. It opens it up, and then there's a prompt that's like, are you done editing this? So I just edit it to my heart's content. And because in VS Code, you can alt-click on links, I can easily visit the pull request to make sure that um, that all the proper ones are linked and under- reacquaint myself with what it is and reformat stuff. So I do that, I hit save on that file. Then I say, okay, I'm good, I'm done editing the file. It deletes the file, takes the contents, and then tags a new version with GitHub's API. Um, and then after it tags that new version, it actually publishes the NPM release. So those are all the steps that I had to do manually, and now it is 100% automated. I type NPM release, and this command will walk me through everything I need to do to do the entire release, which is so freaking awesome. The only thing I think I would add that I should remember to add is I wanted to open up um, a git diff, like in GitHub, like a comparison of the last version with the new version so that I can see all of the code changes and make sure that I didn't leave any console.logs around or something. So yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. I'm pretty pumped about that. Along those lines, I have a new script for um, when I want to update the documentation, which is kind of, that's kind of a whole other story in itself. It's not a huge story. Maybe I'll tell it in the next the next episode. Maybe I'll just do that. So yeah, so that that's it. I'm doubling down on making sure to automate as much as I possibly can with these GitHub or NPM scripts. Um, so that I can be a faster, more responsive maintainer, get more done, and dread tasks less. That's kind of the ultimate goal for me, is dreading tasks. Look at a task, ask myself if I dread it, and think about why I dread it, and then try to remove the dreading, you know? So that's it. Talk to you later.